Hello. Welcome to North Coast Calvary Chapel's audio podcast. Hey, everybody. It is so good to be together with you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is actually one of my favorite holidays. I love getting together with my family. We all come together. The food is so good. We've got like the soul food from Tennessee. My wife's side of the family is Korean. So we get some Korean food mixed in there. And it's just an amazing time. It's a great time to give thanks a great time to be together with our family and, and to continue with tradition. And, and one of the things that, you know, when thinking about Thanksgiving, oftentimes um, I just think about this list of things that I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful uh, for, you know, the air that I breathe, for the roof over my head. I think about all these things that I'm thankful for. Um, but, but one of the things that I, I think when we approach this season of Thanksgiving is that it's more than just a day. Um, Thanksgiving is, when you break that word down, it is the act of giving thanks. It's something that we continually do. Growing up in Sacramento, I went to a black church, New Testament Baptist church, and our pastor, Dr. C.M. Cummings, um, he would always say, um, when Thanksgiving would come around, he would say that we need to have an attitude of gratitude. That, that not just on the Thanksgiving day or not just the week of Thanksgiving, but, but every day of the year that we need to practice and live out an attitude of gratitude. And today we are going to look at uh, a man in scripture who had one of the best reasons in the world um, to be grateful. One of the best reasons in the world to live out this attitude of gratitude. And so right now, if you would join me in opening up your Bibles to Luke chapter 19, we're going to start in verse one, and we're going to read about a man named Zacchaeus who had an amazing encounter with Jesus. So here we go. In Luke 19, verse one, it says this, Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus, He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. So we've got Jesus. He's entered into this town, and he had done all this amazing stuff. So there were a lot of people that wanted to see Jesus. And specifically, there was this man named Zacchaeus. Now, Zacchaeus, he wasn't well-liked by people, and you you might be able to guess why. He was a tax collector. Um, I don't love taxes today, but the truth is back then, tax collectors, um, they were thieves. They robbed people. Um, they took advantage of people and, and um, became rich off of it. And it says this, he tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. He, so he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road for Jesus was going to pass that way. Now I can relate to Zacchaeus. Yes, that's right. If you don't know, your boy here is only five, I'm almost five, six, almost five, six. And so the short thing I can relate to, I, I totally get it. And there have been plenty of times where I have to stand up on a chair. Uh, I have climbed my, a tree or two in my day to be able to see things. And Zacchaeus was so excited about the opportunity to see Jesus, who people had talked so much about. He was so excited about this opportunity just to get a a view of Jesus that he was willing to climb a tree in order to do so. And it says this in verse five, when Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. So Zacchaeus is, is hanging out in this tree 
he, he wanted to get a, a, a good view of Jesus. Jesus, who was the significant one. He was the, the object of everyone's attention. As he walked through, all eyes were on Jesus. But Jesus actually had his eyes on Zacchaeus. He walked straight up to Zacchaeus. He looked up at him in, the, in, in that tree and he called him by name. He knew Zacchaeus' name. So the significant one, Jesus, approaches the insignificant one, Zacchaeus, and he calls him by name. That's, that's so powerful. And so Jesus says to him, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. So not only does he, he know his name, but he invites himself over to Zacchaeus' house. Now that's pretty bold, right? Like how often do we invite ourselves over to people's houses? Um, it's not a huge value of, of ours in our culture. We're so individualistic. But Jesus, he invited himself over to Zacchaeus' house. Um, he saw him as someone, he made himself familiar with Zacchaeus. Um, if you're inviting yourself over to someone's house, um, that's an intimate thing to do. And Jesus um, was, was approaching Zacchaeus and, and telling him, you have worth, you have significance. I want to be with you. It says this in verse six, Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. So Zacchaeus is stoked. He, he, everyone else kind of looked at Zacchaeus with, with sideways glances. It says in verse seven, but the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. So the people around, are, they're frustrated, they're grumbling, they're upset that Jesus has gone to be a guest of Zacchaeus's. Zacchaeus was an outcast in this culture. He was overlooked. Um, people did not want to be around him. He was seen as being unworthy and really genuinely insignificant. But Jesus didn't see Zacchaeus that way. Jesus knew that, that he had more for Zacchaeus and he was willing to enter into Zacchaeus's house, regardless of how it looked on the outside. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor. Lord, and if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. So literally, Jesus enters into Zacchaeus' house. He enters into Zacchaeus' life. And in an instant, Zacchaeus' life changes. Jesus invaded Zacchaeus' space. He walked into Zacchaeus' sphere of influence. And, and instead of Zacchaeus, the sinner, influencing Jesus, the significant one, Jesus, influenced Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus' life was changed from that day forth. It says in verse 9, Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. See, Jesus, when he entered into Zacchaeus' home, when he entered into Zacchaeus' life, Salvation also entered into that home. Salvation almost also entered into his life. He was changed. He was saved. He was no longer lost, but he was found. Now, when we think about our lives today, when we think about the world that we live in today, um, you know, I can't help but ask the question, what do we have to be thankful for? 2020 has been quite the year. It's been a really difficult year for a lot of us. The year started out great, right? Everyone's excited about 2020 and then March hits and the world shuts down. And it becomes a year that, that you and I end up in isolation. There's a lot of sickness. Some of us have lost loved ones. 
Um, It's been a year filled with racial injustice and tension surrounding that. It's been a year filled with a lot of political uh, division in our nation. What side, uh, you know, uh, uh, are you on? Are you red? Are you blue? You know, are you on the right or, or the left? Who'd you vote for? All these things that are so tense. It's created such a tense environment. And, and in, the, in the midst of that, it's, it, it oftentimes it feels hard to, to think of what, what do we have to be thankful for? Well, one, I just want to say this, that just as Zacchaeus was in the tree and he was distant from God, God came near to Zacchaeus. He walked directly up to Zacchaeus and he invited himself into Zacchaeus's home. And the thing that I think one of the things we have to be thankful for is that in the midst of everything that's been going on this year, Jesus is here. He's not distant. He actually is here with us. You see, Jesus, he, he doesn't want to be on the outside of our trials. He doesn't want to be on the outside of the struggles of 2020. He actually wants to walk right into the middle of it. He's invited himself to to just camp out in our mess, right? And when Jesus invades the the situations of our lives, when he invades the difficult places of our lives, he changes things. Now, bringing it even more personal, you know, I can look at myself during 2020 and there have been things that I've wrestled with this year. Um, my, My heart has been frustrated. I've felt hurt and pain this year. And I have so much to be thankful for because Jesus didn't leave me alone in my hurt and in my pain, but Jesus actually invited himself into my struggle, into my exhaustion, into all the things that I've walked through in 2020. You see, the thing that ultimately, bigger than than any of the trials, any of the difficulties of this year, um, the thing that ultimately that you and I have to be thankful for is that Jesus didn't um, just say, I'm going to enter into 2020 and, and be with you and change things. Um, but Jesus said to you and to me, I see you as being significant enough to let go of my life. I see you as being significant enough for me to spread my arms and give up my very life on the cross. The, Jesus died so that you and I could live and experience life and life to the full. And so this year, as we think about what do we have to be thankful for, we have so much to be thankful for, but ultimately that Jesus, he he said to you and to me, hey, I'm going to invite myself over. I want to make your heart my residence. I want to make myself at home in you. I want to reside in your world. I want to come into your world and, and transform you from the inside out. And I assure you, when you allow Jesus to invade your space, when you allow Jesus to step into your life, your life will change. He will bring life and life to the full. And so, guys, I just want you to know that Jesus sees you as being significant, significant enough to invade your very space, to enter into your world, and to bring you life and life to the full. Amen? Amen. Thanks for listening this week. If you're looking for ways to serve, give, or get connected, please visit our website, northcoastcalvary.org.